0: Guys, real
1: quick, today's episode of The Stranded is sponsored by none other than Instapodcast. If you've never heard of Instapodcast, that's my podcast management agency. And there's nothing wrong with a shameless plug, right? My podcast management agency that we started in 2019 with the intent to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives just like yourself connect on one of the most popular platforms on the internet right now that allows you to have true intimacy and vulnerability with your audience. And that is podcasting to share your story to share your message your experience and your knowledge through one of the most powerful mediums and what we did was take away the hardest most difficult part of it we do the tech and the production for you, so that you get to focus on the two most important things, which are content and marketing, so that the world can hear your message. Because I know, one thing I know for certain is that you have a message that can put words to something that someone else is experiencing that they don't know how to put words to. And so it's time to put your message out there. But the problem is, is you're scared of how much work it's going to take. And Instapodcast takes away all of the work for you so that you can focus on what's most important about the podcast, which is just delivering and serving your audience. So run over to Instapodcast.com right now schedule and book your first call with one of our reps or me and we will get you started with your popular podcast what's up guys and welcome back to the of phase podcast i'm your host your girl jessica hurley and thank you thank you thank you so much for listening this is something so new for us um if you're a longtime listener of the Stranded Phase, or brand new and catching us in this season, we've been around for three plus years, trying to guide you to help you understand how to embrace the Stranded Phase, whether it be in business, in life, in relationships, in your finances, in your career, and embrace that phase where you feel like you don't know what is next, where am I going, what am I doing, why do I feel so damn stuck, and I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to grasp in these moments, and embrace that phase is one of the biggest lessons and monumental moments in your life that is really created and meant to bring you towards something else. And usually times for most of us, it's something that we can't conceptualize, but we've since taken a shift in this new season. We are relaunching. This is the first episode of the relaunch because we're going for a whole new look, a new vibe and new content to take you on a similar journey but a deeper one because myself as the host I've changed a lot my life has changed my healing has changed my connection with myself has changed and it has done wonders in my life and this is something that I want to bring to you is the different modalities of healing the deepness the connection the self-centered the radical responsibility and the work that it takes to do so now let me be clear your girl is not completely healed, nor will I ever be. But some of the things that I've, I'm doing have indefinitely changed my happiness, changed my ability to be present, changed my ability to receive and accept others' energy and kind of decline the ones that I don't want and just really choose happiness over and over again. And so I want this to be part of your journey as well, because out of all the things, running a business, scaling a business, Having financial freedom, you know, learning, growing, networking, this part of my journey was by far one of the most important parts and had to happen. And so this episode is all about what got me to that moment. This episode is called The Dark Night of the Soul. And while that sounds so gruesome and (laughs) so um, morbid, it's something I learned about the hard way from experiencing it one-on-one. And if you've never heard of the dark night of the soul, you can literally Google it. It's in some of my favorite books, but it's usually this moment and it can be a season that we have something happen to us that is unexplainable, unexpected, so excruciating and causes a pain that you and I wouldn't wish on our worst enemy. It, It causes a pain that we feel like will never go away. It literally breaks the heart. Now, this could be the loss of someone. This could be the breakup of a marriage. This could be failed endeavors. This could be a real, a heavy realization that you are not who you thought you were. Um, it's something that is so hard that it causes you to completely go through the grieving process, right? And I would say one. I think no one is exempt to this experience. I think we've all experienced this at one time or another, you know, found ourselves ladies crying on the bathroom floor in a ball in bed, feeling like we can't function, not sure what's next and thinking, why God, why me? These are the type of moments that have you asking God, why, why, why me? What did I do to deserve this? Right. Playing victim, feeling like this feeling will never go away. So one it's something we all experience and two it's the dark night of the soul because it's something that changes us indefinitely. It changes us forever. Now, for many of us it brings enlightenment eventually. And you and you and I can understand this so easily because it's the same reason why you're not with your first boyfriend or girlfriend, right? It's you, you moved on, you learned the lesson, you look back, you laugh, you realize, wow, that relationship taught me a lot. It did hurt, but it doesn't hurt me anymore. And I totally understand why I'm not with that person. And the lesson hopefully was learned, right? And it changed some of us for the worse. There's some things that have happened to some of us that have made us angry, bitter, put up walls, um, deflect, defend, and block people and things out or not love again or you know, not connect deeply again for those reasons. And that's not something I ever want to do because then you miss out on some of the most beautiful opportunities ever. And so for me, I feel like I've had this moment twice in my life. I could be selling myself short because I feel like I've probably gone through something similar like this with every relationship that has ended, right? Or betrayal, especially betrayal um, and death. But the two that are most recent to me that caused me to change significantly, one was definitely, I did a podcast on this prior, but and you can go back and check it out, but it was when... Um, about three and a half years ago when I had my son prematurely, he was three and a half months early. He was a pound 15 ounces when he was born. And after his birth, a month after his birth, he was still in the NICU. We weren't sure if he was going to survive. And a hurricane came to Tampa that was a category five. It was going to flood the city. People were panicking, leaving, running, like it was nuts in 2017, And I committed to staying in the hospital with my son because it was considered one of the safest places with a generator. And I would be able to watch him and be there just in case they had to fly him to the panhandle due to an emergency or losing power because he was on a ventilator. I'm packing my bag to leave and I start to feel like I'm going to pass out and I feel sick. And I feel like I have a fever. Um, My significant other at the time, his father wasn't there. He had left to go out of town on a business meeting and got stuck there because of um, the hurricane. And so I was by myself. I'm packing. I feel sick. I lay down. I take a nap. I wake up. I have a fever of 104. I call my doctor and she's like, well, come here anyway. Come see me. I drive myself to the hospital. I literally can't keep my eyes open. I get there. They run some tests. I literally passed out um like passed out while I was waiting. I just slept for hours. And they came and told me that I had mastitis, which is the infection, and I might fuck this up. but it was the it was the infection of the breast, basically that the it had went into my milk ducts. and um what they didn't realize, which they would find out a couple of days later was it had already gone into my bloodstream. And so I had a an infection. And so I ended up in the hospital for five days. The same hospital my son was in hooked up to IVs and everything they could think of because they could not break the infection. They could not break my fever. Three floors above my son while a category of five was hitting the windows. So it's literally storming cats and dogs. The windows are shaking and I can't get to my son. I don't know what's coming next. I can barely keep my eyes open. And the hospital phone rings. And they say, Miss Hurley, we've been trying to get in touch with you. Your son needs an emergency blood transfusion. He's fighting an infection that he can't fight. He's losing white blood cells by the minute. Would you like us to do the transfusion? Yes or no? And we need an answer now. I was like, um, Yes, I guess. And she's like, Great. Here's what could happen he could take it, get or receive it, get better. Um, or his body could reject it and we won't know what's next and we will keep you updated. I remember laying in the hospital that night, waiting every second for the call to let me know that he was okay. They could not get me out of, I I was too weak. I couldn't, I was not allowed to leave the bed. They would not roll me down to see my son. Um, My significant other at the time was not there and there was literally nothing i could do nothing i couldn't help my son i couldn't help myself no one could come see me because there was a category five hurricane and i just laid there helpless literally helpless and i remember for a little while i was having a pity party i was playing victim with myself i was thinking why god why me Why? Why can I not get to my son? Why am I not there? Why is there nothing I could do? Why did this happen? Why was my son so premature? Why is he so fragile? Why am I sick right now? Why right now? Why me? Why me? Why me? Until I had the moment that I realized, why not you? Why does, why does anything happen to you? Why does anything happen to other people? So that you can experience something that one, of course, will build your backbone and give you a different level of strength, not making you stronger than anyone else, but making you more refining and sharpening and strengthening you for everything that is ahead, right? Because only God knows you have no idea what the, f- the next day, the following week, or the next year could bring. Who you're truly created to be is in a time frame that you know nothing about. So I'm being sharpened right now and strengthened. So why not me? And what if he's giving you something that you will use to help other people in the future and it will be much harder and much tougher for someone else to deal with, but you will have experienced already. So you will be able to help someone else. Find your strength right now, woman. Find it. It might be in a different version of you. She might not exist yet you never may have had to find this level of strength but you don't have a choice now it was like an awakening i became a whole different version of myself that day the next day i woke up they called me they said my son was fine that he had received the blood transfusion successfully that his infection that it was that the cells were fighting the infection and he was getting better by the minute i went into a state of gratitude I understood that that moment was created to awaken a new version of me. To not only show up in gratitude, but to accept what comes, feel it, understand the silver lining in what it's trying to teach you, kind of ball it up and use it. Use it. I was never the same after that, in what I would consider some of the best ways. I found a whole different version of myself that night. And the next night, my next dark night of the soul has been the first five months of 2021. Where things happened that I would have never, ever anticipated. I was in a relationship for seven years with the father of my son. We were engaged to be married for two. Our wedding was this year. And we called it off. We originally called it off with the intention to heal and grow and fix some things and um, heal from some mistakes. And somehow, some way we've gotten so far from that and realized more and more why we're probably not meant to be together. One, One thing I've realized about grief is You experience those emotions of grief, which are anger, disbelief. Um, you know, uh, what is what's the word I'm looking for? Disbelief, anger, denial, um, depression. Right. I remember reading the grief map and reading the word depression and thinking, okay, this is bad, but I'm never going to be depressed. And I was fooling the fuck out of myself because I have had some days and some nights that I was immensely depressed. And they say grief is you the the pain of it all comes from rewriting your story without the people that you thought were forever in it. And I would definitely say that's where the bulk of the pain comes from. But it's felt like a season where I'm living in a dark cloud where my emotions are uncontrollable. I can be insanely empowered one day and see the silver lining and see why this all makes sense. And I can have another day of woe is me. I don't want to get out of bed. How did we get here? This doesn't make any sense. Why God? Why couldn't I have my family? Why couldn't I have the things I wanted? Now, again, this is not a call to victimization. I can tell you this with pride, very proudly, that I understand the silver lining in all of this. I know more than anything in my soul that this, w- this came for me to connect deeply with myself. And the truth of the matter is, even though I was already doing the work before this relationship ended, in order for us to connect deeply, in order for us to understand who we really are, in order for us to understand where we're really going, in order for us to understand at our core, our soul, our truest soul, what we want, not because other people want it, what we need, not because other people told us so, but at our, at our core, at our soul, why we chose to live on this earth during this time. Are we walking in our purpose? And are you doing and receiving the love and the things that you want and deserve? In order for us to get that type of clarity and connect deeply, we must be stopped we must be stopped. Things like this are a call. Like the dark night of the soul, one of my intuitives said it best. It's the darkest moment you'll ever endure. It's a pain that feels like it will never go away. But on the outside looking in, it's actually a sweet spot. It's a calling. It's an opportunity to connect with ourselves in our hearts again. It's like an offering. It's an offering. And for me, doing the deep work was an opportunity to do something I had never done outside of a relationship, right? So every relationship I've ever been in, after it ended, there was some form of self-sabotage. And I'm not saying everyone does that, but I know I do. In this time, it was like an offering to learn that this is an opportunity to give myself the love that I've never received instead of an opportunity to self-sabotage. I've gone deep into meditation because it is a way that I've learned that it truly shifts shifts your energy um, and you do have the power to make a choice about the energy that you live in for that day, every day. And I do live everything day by day now. And in a recent meditation, I heard loud and fucking clear. Loud and clear, this voice say, it is time for you to navigate and experience life through your own eyes and your desires and through no one else's. So I had to break you free. The feelings that I've experienced during this time have been More immense. They've been more clear. They've vibrated higher. And I'm not kidding you when I say, even though the pain, because they say, they say being able to feel feelings is just a gift in itself. You know, we think that we're supposed to feel good feelings, and that's a gift. That's when we tithe. That's when we thank God. That's when we feel insanely blessed. But feeling feelings of any form are a blessing. They're a gift. And As deeply as I feel pain, as deeply as I feel like someone at times cut me so deep without anesthesia and left it wide open to heal without stitches or anesthesia or anything, I also deeply feel other things at just a vibration I can't explain. Like when I go outside sometimes and I see the grass, it's like I see things in color on a level that I've never seen, like 5G, 5G like clarity. The grass is the greenest I've ever seen. I put my bare feet in the grass and I feel it on another level. When I talk to people, strangers or friends, I feel energy from them that I have never felt before. It feels like like someone can just be talking to me and I can feel the love and connection in between us on a whole nother level. It's, it feels like I'm experiencing life through a whole nother set of eyes. And then I realized that I had the power to experience life this way um, when I started experiencing it for me. Because ladies, you know, when, you know, when I say this, hear me, when I say this, it is so normal I'm not condoning it, but it is so normal for us to get lost in our partnerships and lose ourselves. This is what we do. This is what we're good at. We are people pleasers. We are givers. We are providers. We are homemakers. We are nurturers. We are lovers. And we put ourselves last. So we start to become the people that we think we need to be to be worthy in these relationships, not understanding our truest desires, and most importantly, our truest power. So now when I feel these feelings of just high vibration, connection, energy, love, light, just like color, life in color. I'm like, I had to feel everything bad, every bit of suffering, every bit of pain to be able to feel this way and feel it so good. It's teaching me how to know my truest strengths and how to trust myself on a whole nother level. It's literally been a call, a call to awaken my soul, to bring union to me and my soul. And it's crazy because when you sit in the pain and you listen to it, you know what you really need and you realize you have everything within you that you can give yourself the love first that you've always wanted and you've always desired and you've always deserved. And you can't attract that love without first giving it to yourself. And that is the the primary pitfall for me is, I've never given myself the love that I require or request from other people. So now it's time. Because otherwise, if I don't use this experience, this dark season of the soul, to accept my trauma bonds and accept what I attract and accept the fact that I keep meeting the same potential partner in different bodies, because I've never done the work to understand who I am, why I choose what I choose, and how I feel and what I need and what I desire. And how all of my experiences and choices are a mirror of my previous life. I'll keep learning the same lesson over and over and over again until the lesson is learned. I will continue to attract the same shit over and over and over again. I'll give you an even better example. You like just what I said, I've dated all the same men, they've had different. We've had different issues, but same thing. They end the same way. But have you ever had a friend that, or someone you know, that it seems like they always end up in negative friendships? They think all of their friends are haters. They think that all of their friends betray them. They literally attract that. They have something within them that they have not healed, that they have not worked on, that they attract those type of friendships and bring on this, this betrayal and, jealousy and competition because it's something within them that they have not healed that is what this dark night of the soul is it is an awakening it is to come to a five five d reality of vibrating high all the time and i can't i wish i could explain this deeper and i think as i go deeper into this myself i'll have a better understanding but It is the highest highs and the lowest lows because I'm still healing from this. I'm still experiencing days where I'm like, why? But I experience so many more days now that are like, wow, wow, I get it now. And man, this girl is dope. Wow, doesn't mean I don't have some healing to do. Doesn't mean there's not some radical responsibility in there because trust and believe I see this girl for every bit of who she is now, good, bad, and indifferent. But there are days where I am like, wow, I love my body. I love my curves. I love my personality. I love my energy. I love how I can vibrate high. I love that I have a choice every day, that I can even wake up anxious, but meditate and talk to coaches or practitioners or use any modality of healing, meditation and breath work to move that energy that I like to dance in front of people now freely, even sometimes without rhythm, y'all. Like, this is truly the freest version of myself. And when I do completely heal from this, I think I will once again become someone that I wasn't even aware of, that I could live in this reality all the time, choosing happiness, having a choice, vibrating high all the time. Like, imagine a constant high. Doesn't mean you don't have lows, but imagine a constant high on life and a presence that brings you energy that is like a gift. I remember a friend said to me one time that I feel like you're going through this because you need to be more present. And I took that so lightly and generically and surface level like, oh, I know I need to be more present with my kid. I need to be more present. Yeah, I got it. But this is different. This is a presence that's like, I can like be present in any moment and experience the most incredible electric energy I've ever experienced. Like I can be in a group of women and just be like you guys are making me so creative right now. You're making me feel so loved. You're literally fueling me to like want to go take the fuck off in the world. Like oh my god, all of these incredible women and all their energies and like I feel so loved. I feel like I can be myself. I feel so connected. I feel like this is a gift from God. Like I can be with my son and experience the most incredible level of presence and connection and just like the deepest love. Like, God, you really gave me this gift? You gave me g- this gift of this child that loves me unconditionally? Oh my God. I can be walking in green grass and just feel so rooted and connected to the earth and the power and the energy that it gives me. The presence is a choice that every single moment and currency and energy that we feel is a gift it's truly a gift. And so you guys know I couldn't end this episode of the dark night um, of the soul without telling you some of the benefits of getting and healing through this. Now, again, let me be clear. I'm not healed. I have months and months and months and, and years of work to do as I kind of unlearn and unbecome this person, right? But there has been Just insane benefits around what I've already seen. And so if you are experiencing this, if you have experienced this, if you feel like you've experienced this because I, oh my God, I put up a poll recently on my Instagram and asked people to share their dark night of the soul. And when I say I heard some of the most insane, traumatic, painful things that I could not fathom going through, I can't imagine that this has worked out well for everyone. And to be honest, as I was going through it in the beginning, I didn't think that this would work out well for me either. I was experiencing emotions that made me feel like I was a damn psycho. I could be functioning and working one minute and be crying on the floor the next and be experiencing a pain in my gut that felt like I could not move. I wanted to run, jump out of my skin It felt uncomfortable at times to just simply be me. I experienced constant anxiousness. I wanted to run away, realizing that there was nowhere that I could run. There was no physical place that I could go, that it was literally an energy that was living within me that I could not run from. I had to just simply sit in. And so I can't imagine with the things I heard recently, like, I had women telling me that they lost their significant other, that their significant the father of their children died. I had someone telling me that they, you know, woke up in a hospital from over drinking because of their sadness, you know, and having to be pumped and, and, and have this awakening of how much they um, destroy their body and destroy themselves and wanting to cleanse after this forever, you know losing a parent when you're not ready, losing your parents early on, losing a child, the death and loss of a child. Like I can't even experience the season of grief and change that someone has to go through. And then how to even decide at some point that this is enlightening. This is enlightening. Do you know how many feelings people have around like, Why God, why me? But how disrespectful that sounds to even tell someone, like, you just went through something traumatic, but this will get better and you will become a better person because of it. I can't tell you how many times someone said that. And in the beginning, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. I am in so much pain that I can't even see the silver lining. But it will come. And it is in due time for everyone. And it lasts as long as it takes for you to awaken your soul. And so if you're going through this, if you've been through this, if you think it's unhealed, I want to explain to you some of the benefits that I've seen from opening my heart and opening myself up to healing. One. Is truly superficial, but I swear to God, I have never felt more sexy and in love with my body before in my life. Let me be clear I'm probably 35% body fat, overweight, whatever the hell they call it at this point in my life. But I have never been more in love with every curve my toenails, my fingers, my face, my skin like my body with its extra fat. Like I walk with my shoulders back because I feel good. I can dance freely. I can receive energy freely. I can create energy freely. So this body, this vessel that has carried my child and carried me for 32 years and loved and loved hard and, you know, even done things that I don't agree with and don't condone. I can have grace and forgiveness for this body every day and admire it and desire it and be in love with it on all different levels. This has allowed me the grace and the opportunity to fall in love with myself all over again and give myself the love I deserve. And I shit you guys not, I literally put one hand under my armpit and the other hand on my arm and meditate and hug myself every single day. And I don't care how ridiculous that sounds because it sounded ridiculous to me the first time someone told me to do it too. And it works. It works. Like this girl is fine, y'all. You hear me? Fine, fine. (laughs) <laughs> Number two is my presence is just on a thousand. I mean, I could be sitting in a hotel room talking to a girlfriend and just be like, "Wow, I can't believe this is my life. I can't believe I have supportive people like this in my life. I can't believe this is what I get to do with my life. I can't believe that I have the financial freedom to to move how I please on days that most can't. I can't believe I get to receive energy from supportive women like this. And I realize the power of presence. It's not the gratitude in the moment. It is the gift. But the gift of presence is that you experience less and less depression and anxiety. It's like they say, depression comes from living in the past. Anxiety comes from living in the future. You live in neither if you live in presence, the right now. One of the interviews that comes out on this podcast was with an expert about narcissism. And she said, we don't understand the power of now. That we literally invite feelings into our bubble of now. So right now, while you're listening to this, you're driving to work, you're on the treadmill, you're on a walk, you're at home cleaning your house, you're somewhere moving around and nothing bad is happening to you. But in the next 15 to 20 minutes, you will think of something bad that happened to you or you will forecast something bad happening to you in the future and you will experience some level of depression and or anxiety. But you can combat those feelings by being present, immensely present, that as soon as those feelings enter your mind, you say, oh, no, no one is hurting me right now. That thing that happened five years ago is not actually happening to me right now. I'm actually vacuuming my floor. And it's actually fun because I'm listening to my favorite song. I'm looking out the window at the skyline and it is beautiful. That's what's happening to me right now. I'm talking to my best friend on the phone. That's what's happening to me right now. There's no need for me to experience depression and anxiety when I'm experiencing something beautiful and blissful right now. So my presence being on a thousand combats depression and anxiety at all costs. It's the killer of all things. Third is, it's okay to not be okay. That has been difficult on all fucking levels. Like I think I heard it best from Sarah Blondin, the host of Live Awake podcast. Some of the best meditations I've ever heard. go check them out. Um, I'll link them in the show notes. I listen to her meditations every day. But she said, learning that things can live inside you without condition for a while is okay. Because we're in a society of fast paced, move on, figure it out, get it, get on with it, accept it, move the fuck on so that you can hustle more and prove yourself more to the world outside around you. What if there was no rush to do that? And I get it. Some of you are listening and saying, okay, so am I supposed to live in pain forever? No, but you're also not supposed to suppress it. It can live inside you without condition. It does not have to teach you something right now. You do not have to accept it and push it aside and suppress it because it will manifest into other things, ailments, anger, depression. It will manifest into other things. So you are allowed to just feel and accept your way through it. I can be a badass bitch, run my business, boss up, and still feel like there's a dark cloud hanging over me sometimes. I can feel like while I'm driving, it's seatbelted next to me. I can acknowledge it. I can say, hey, I'm not feeling so hot today. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. And I got shit to do. I'm not ignoring you. I welcome you. I understand you. I know why you're hurting. I know that feeling and I know why. But eventually, you'll have to go. So for right now, it's fine. Stay put. We'll work through this together. Because no, it's coming from a place. Pain is a question. Pain is a question that you're trying to answer. And sometimes there's no answer. So it has to live inside you without condition. And that's okay. You're not broken. There's not, you will not stay like this forever. You will heal. Don't run from it. When your pain comes, listen. Number five. Number four. You must break down to break through. And I know everyone's heard this, but it's so hard to see while you're in it. And there's been so many moments where I am in just immense pain. And someone's like, I know you can't see this right now, but the woman you're going to become after this. And those are the moments, I swear, where we want to be like, shut up, shut up. You don't understand this pain. You don't feel what I feel in my heart. You don't feel what I feel in my head. You don't want to jump out of your skin right now. But in reality, it's true. Because I would not have seeked this deep level of healing. I would not have gone to Reiki. I would not have become obsessed with meditating every day. I would not have invited this level of healing and presence into my life in this way. I wouldn't have. So I had to be called to stop. I had to receive this offer and this opportunity to flip my life upside down so that I could see the, oppor- the truest opportunity that I was missing, which was to just love myself in a radical way. Number five, I'm learning that this is helping me build a backbone, just like in the hospital with Cam, where I was being called to be a stronger woman, right? And not like a stronger scorned woman, right? Because there's so many ways this could go sour. You know, I could look at my situation and say, I never want a man like this. I never want to have friends that would betray me. I never want this. I never want that. The ego will try to protect you and tell you not to attract these things anymore. But in reality, I need to heal from those things so that I don't shut people out, so that I don't become more angry. So it's teaching me to have a backbone of strength, but a backbone of compassion, true compassion, compassion for myself, compassion for others, compassion for the people that have hurt me. You didn't do that because of me. You did that because of you. And knowing that sometimes I lash out and I did that because of me, not because of someone else, but because of me. I truly have power in my choices. So understanding to listen to the pain in my heart and my body like never before has been the most insane experience I feel the energy in my body like I never have before. I can feel tension. I can feel anxiety. I can feel anger. I can feel energy in my body like I never have before. My back and legs will be throbbing and I'm like, I have energy to move around. This is pain. And I can dance it out. I can breathe it out. It's insane how present I am with my body and my pain. And it's been so important because that is how I'm going to have compassion for myself by understanding and accepting all of it. And then number six, the invitation to understand meditation and breath work. I would venture to say that I would have never, ever gotten this far without meditation. Guided meditations. And this is coming from someone that could not grasp, understand, or really get into meditation without falling asleep a year ago. And now, guided meditations are my jam. I do them every morning. Again, I'm going to link my favorite. And just closing your eyes, accepting exactly where you're at, walking yourself through this guided meditation, and seeing yourself at your highest version being present, inviting in gratitude, inviting in compassion, inviting in grace, inviting in worthiness, and knowing you are everything that you need to be right now is what I've received through breath work and meditation. It has been absolutely incredible. And something that I look at and go, you ever, you know, a new hobby, a new workout, and you're like, how did I live my life without this before? I don't know how I got through life without this before, but I can't imagine not living on this level of presence and vibration that meditation has brought me. So I highly, highly, highly encourage you guys to scroll down and check out Sarah Blondin's podcast, which is full of guided meditations that to start with so that you don't have to be the expert. And I wrap this up by saying thank you. And just condoning all the women that gave me space and grace during this time. I thought like every other time, you know, I had to put up the wall of defense, put up the shell, armor up and protect myself because I was in pain. And one, I didn't want to give this to give this pain to anyone else. I didn't want to come across as hurt. I didn't want to come across as broken because when you're broken, you think you can't perform, you can't prove your worthiness. But every, well, there were so many women in my life that came forward during this time and gave me grace and compassion and said, Hey, I know you came here to be a badass. Hey, I know you came here to do this sales call. Hey, I know you came here to do blah, 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 but listen to me. I need to know if you're okay first. I need to know how you are. How are you healing? What do you need? What can I do for you? I've had people find me All the, like, I have been introduced to some of the greatest healers and the people that I needed in my life right now that I would have never found had I not been open about this. So I just want to say thank you. And I just want to encourage you that if you are experiencing moments or a time or a season of your life that feels like the darkest thing that you have ever gone through. And you hate when people say this and I get it. But this is an invitation for you to become someone you've never been. This is an invitation for your union between you and the soul. This is an invitation and an offering and an opportunity for you to find your truest you, take radical responsibility and find a radical love for yourself and heal so that you don't keep learning the same lesson over and over again and attracting the same people in different bodies, but that you can love you first in a way that you couldn't even conceptualize. I'm so excited for this journey. I'm so excited for you guys to continue listening to this podcast. We'll be doing interviews on healing, feminine energy, transformation, narcissism, just connection, relationships, love, life, um, becoming that high value woman that you've always wanted to become, but not knowing how to do it without dimming your light or being in a relationship with someone while doing it. There's so, so, so much for us to do to connect with this divine woman. And as I do it, I'm going to take you on this journey with me. That's my promise on the strand of face podcast. I'm sending you guys so much love, so much light, so much healing and just praying for the connection with yourself. I will see you here every Tuesday for The Stranded Phase. Love
0: you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your Stranded Phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.